This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Oh, happy Thursday. It is the day after Christmas, and we welcome you to the Jason Walker Show on a beautiful Thursday afternoon uh, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Don't forget, if you are looking to, to buy a home and you really don't know where to begin, give J.R. McFadden a call uh, over at, at Major Mortgage. He's in town. He is a great dude. He's a pretty good golfer, too. But uh, they, he can help you when it comes to one of the most important purchases that you're ever going to make in your life. Uh, give J.R. McFadden a call, NMLS number 124-6357 at uh, 465-1918, area code 406, 465-1918. Uh, Jason Walker Show is presented, as always, by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended state residences. Visit Helena accommodations.com and we got a busy show today we're going to talk some uh, holiday hoops with uh, Carroll College basketball coach Kurt Paulson on the men's side they got the Carroll Classic coming up this weekend beginning tomorrow also uh, going to chat uh, we're going to revisit one of my favorite uh, interviews this summer or from this past year and that is with Michelle Lesko she's a competitive eater and we're going to revisit that uh, conversation we had from uh, July uh, coming up uh, later today, we have On This Day in History, the walk-off. Also, uh, that's what she said, since we normally do it on Wednesdays, but yesterday was Christmas, so we're going to do it today, and that is going to be with Michelle Lesko, is, uh, that's what she said coming up. Don't forget Facebook the live stream, uh, facebook.com at the, the Jason Walker Show, Twitter at Jay Walker Sports, at Jason Walker Show, YouTube, Jason Walker Show. Get You get the picture here, it's, it's the Jason Walker Show. Uh, and that is what uh, we're, we're, we're named after. So, or we're, we're, anyway, <laughs> also treasurestateradio.com. Download on uh, Google Play or the App Store if you do not have the app for Treasure State Radio. Get it. JasonWalkerSports at gmail.com. You can email me anytime with anything you want to chat about. Uh, there's a Twitter poll up uh, today, and that is uh, pretty basic. Are Christmas proposals romantic? Christmas week, you know, that, that Christmas week proposal. Is it romantic or is it just played out? You can vote on the Facebook. Uh, you can vote on Twitter. Uh, and just, uh, Or you can text me if you have my number. But are they played out? I think so. Uh, Jess, uh, not uh, Jess, uh, uh, the other good bull rider, Sage Kimsey, got uh, engaged uh, over the weekend, last weekend, for Christmas uh, week proposal. So I just, there, I saw a lot of them on social media, a lot of my friends on the Facebook not a lot, but a few. Um, I just I'm not a fan of them. But you can vote at Jay Walker Sports or at Jason Walker Show on the Twitter. You can Facebook it as well. Uh, are Christmas proposals uh, romantic or lame? Um, I think uh, I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, it's always fun, you know. You got the 21 year old. I got the 19 year old, and it's fun with Christmas with them. But they're older now, so it's it's you know it is what it is. But you know it's um, with the 19 month old having another. You know, last year was great. Her first Christmas, she couldn't really do anything. Uh, this year, though, was really fun for uh, for us because it was you know just her and the wife and I. We got to just watch her, and she had so she had a great Christmas and just the light in her eye. She gets excited to see Santa on TV or in a book or she's got the ho, ho, ho down. It was, it's great. It's nice having that, 
that little one again to celebrate Christmas with. Um, we did uh, Christmas Eve with the oldest two, and then uh, had you know, Christmas Day with the younger one. Uh, but it was so much fun, and I uh, hope you had a great uh, holiday season, Hanukkah, Christmas, and today's Kwanzaa, Boxing Day. It's not really Boxing Day; is not a holiday, but. Uh, you have a great holiday, however you celebrate it. we got New Year's coming up next week, so we'll do a show today and tomorrow. And then, well, I think we're going to do four shows next week. Maybe not New Year's Day, obviously. Maybe not New Year's Eve. We'll see. But it's going to be fun. So uh hope you got what you wanted. Um, I did. Got the Garth Brooks Legacy Vinyl Collection. Love that. And if you know me, you know I'm a huge Garth Brooks fan. So uh got that. The record player as well. It's it's kind of funny because you grow up playing eight tracks and, and vinyl, and then the cassette tapes and CD era and 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 you know all the online stuff. And now we're going back to vinyl. It's kind of fun. If they could bring eight tracks back, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, my favorite was Kiss uh, Greatest Hits on eight track. I was I don't know six seven something like that, but it was so much. It was so good. Uh, the other great present I got. And I'm only going to share this because it's hilarious. Uh, Santa delivered. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can get it close enough, but it's the letter F, and it's a bomb. It's an F-bomb, and somebody <laughs> welded this thing together, and I got it for Christmas. It is, it's an F-bomb, and if you know why I'm doing this show here in the ma- in Major Mortgage Man Cave instead of... Um, anywhere else it's because of the f-bomb so thank you to to santa for uh, the f-bomb that's going to sit right here as a reminder uh, each and every show so it's just it's good it's too funny and uh, people have a great sense of humor it's a lot of fun uh so anyway like i said hope you had a great holiday uh there were some kids that uh had a great holiday as well and they were named because they were named to the 74th montana east west shrine game it comes out uh, midnight on Christmas Day each and every year and is a big present uh, for those that are uh, uh, on the, the roster. 40 players, you get 30 alternates. There's a couple of guys from Canada uh, on each roster. They're all seniors, and uh, this year's uh, uh, game is going to be played in Billings. It's going to be a great game, too. Coaching the East team will be Red Lodge coach John Fitzgerald, uh, coach of the West, uh, Butte High's Eric Gray, uh, it's funny because Fitzgerald played at the University of Montana. He played in the Shrine game in 97. Ari Gray played in the, the Shrine game in 97, and he played at Montana State. So uh, very awesome uh, coaches that are going to be in this thing, and it, it's just a blast for these kids. I, I've been to the couple of these and watch them. They're so much fun. Uh, this year's game will be uh, July 18th. Well, it's next year, but the upcoming game in 2020, it'll be played at Herb Clint Field at Rocky Mountain College in the Magic City. The East won last year at Butte, 28-22, and leads all-time 41-32. Now, we all know about the uh, the East-West Ryan game. It has uh, close to a million dollars it's raised for Shodare, uh, for Shriners Hospitals rather in Spokane over the last couple of uh, uh, years, last decade or so, and some fantastic, fantastic kids from across the state. You get Raleigh Worcester, on the on the roster, he was added today. They, I don't know how they missed him, but he's on there from the Double A. And his players from Double A down to six man, and it's just it's great honor for these kids. Demarcus Carr from Billings West, uh, a few Bozeman kids, including Asher Croy, um, and players from all over the state, not just uh, you know the big cities. It's the smaller cities too, and you get. You know, kids from state champs, you get kids that didn't make the playoffs. You get kids that are just fantastic football players and just all-around athletes because a lot of these athletes uh, will go on to play basketball or soccer or or other sports and not play football in college. But uh, congratulations to those that made it. Uh, some of the others that uh, we've mentioned, uh, Drew Deck from uh, Glacier is on there. Uh, locally in Helena, you have uh, Hayden Ferguson from Helena High, the outside linebacker that is a pretty good athlete. Uh, Bridger Grovem from Capital, uh, Cohen Juicy from uh, Jefferson High, Parker Johnston from Capital as well, Jaden Lamb from Townsend, Zane McCormick from Capital, uh, Capital's Monty Pearson, and Avery Styles from Jefferson as well. Avery Styles 
again, one of those athletes we've talked about on this show multiple times, and uh, he's come back from injuries. He's done so well in uh, just life, and uh, love that kid. Uh, Kobe Moreno from Butte High, uh, Cam Moreno from Butte High, uh, Tommy Malott, and uh, it's just that it's going to be a great, great game. Again, that will be coming up July 20th. Uh, down in Billings, Connor Ryan from Billings West, who is heading to MSU. You get Catch, you get Grizz, you get the the Carroll kids and and Rocky and Northern and Western and uh, Tech kids that are going to be playing in this. I think Tech had 19 kids last summer that ended up going to Tech that were on the roster, um, which is very cool. Uh, so that it's just awesome to see uh, Billy uh, on Facebook, just uh, Riker Wenderoth from Polson. Yeah, I mean, you got some great kids that are going to be playing in this game and looking forward to uh, – hopefully I can get down to it. It's been a couple years since I've gotten to uh, to go to this game, but uh, it's always a fun one to be at. And if you get a chance to go – and what's really cool about it too is they don't just – it's not all about the players and the coaches. The cheerleaders get their moment in the sun as well and uh, the being chosen to the Shrine game. And it's just a big honor for everybody involved. So uh, congrats to those. And uh, that game again, July 18th, next summer, uh, in the Magic City. Uh, hopefully we're going to have a couple of these guys on. I've messaged, and uh, it's Christmas break, so obviously waiting to hear back from a couple of them. But we'll get them on, uh, Jason Walker Show. And, of course, if we have to wait till next summer, we will too. But uh, anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick, quick break. And when we come back, we're going to chat uh, Holiday Hoops. It is the Carroll Classic coming up this weekend. And when we return, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Carroll College Saints. His name is Kurt Paulson. That's coming up next here, Jason Walker Show, Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Coming right back. More of the Jason Walker Show coming up. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. It is the Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodation.com. Uh, still to come, we're going to talk to a competitive eater by the name of Michelle Lesko. We'll talk some rodeo. That's what she said, all coming up and a whole lot more. But uh, we are joined now to talk some holiday hoops. Haven't talked a lot of basketball yet. But uh, one of my favorite guys to chat with is the head coach of the Carroll College Fighting Saints men. His name is Kurt Paulson. Coach, how are you? Hey, thanks for having me, Jason. Happy holidays. Uh, glad to be on the show. It's a pleasure to talk with you. I haven't talked to you in a while. You've been on It's like I don't even know the last time you guys were home. You were on the road the entire month of November and a lot of December, and you were in Phoenix. I mean, you were all over the place. Yeah, it's been a busy fall. Glad to have uh you know, most of the preseason behind us, and finals and all that stuff, it, it got pretty busy there, like you said, in November, December. But finally get a, a few home games uh, in a row here. And nice to be back, get some home cooking, and play some games in the Peace Center. Looking forward to that. You guys are uh, undefeated at home this year. You go back to those conference games the first part of the month and wins over 
uh, Tech and LC, and uh, especially that LC one, a big one, considering the fact, that, uh, Coach, that you have eight freshmen that you're playing. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're young. It's a little scary at times looking out on the court, but, you know, these guys are eager to learn, and they're, they're confident young guys. And um, like you said, we did have some, some good home wins uh, early in December. Um, I thought we, we took a California trip and played two really tough nationally ranked teams in uh, Hope and Westmont. Mm-hmm. And I thought that trip was really good for us. We, we dropped both games, but we kind of got to learn a little bit about ourselves. And then we came back home and uh, Whitworth was a, a good opponent for us. It was our first home game. And that was a, a nice win for us. And then it kind of snowballed into the, the tech game. It was a little crazy. Luckily, we came out on top there and then a great win for us over LC State and then we got two quality wins in Phoenix so I I think the team's getting better we're tweaking a few things still learning about ourselves and um, you know as you go here you play more games you kind of see what these young guys can do different lineups and so we're learning about ourselves still but um, very promising uh, moving into the new year here. Carroll College men's coach Kurt Paulson, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. Coach, we talked about the freshmen, and you've been rotating those guys in and out, and it seems like Dennis Flowers the third has really taken over and, and taken uh, into his role uh, that you expect him to play, and he's played very well these last, uh, well, I guess the last month or so. No, he has. Uh, we inserted him into the starting lineup um, at that Whitworth game, and uh, I think our team's really – uh, took off since then. He just gives you so much quickness on the perimeter with his defense. And then offensively, he's been shooting the ball much better, kind of getting in the flow with more minutes and uh, kind of knows where his shots are going to come from a little bit more than he did probably at the beginning of the year. And so he's injected some some good uh, you know energy into our lineup and uh, happy about him. And then a lot of these young guys are, are stepping in and kind of finding their groove too, as as well. So we're we're excited about these guys. It's it's only going to get tougher though. The yep. the frontiers loaded, and you know, traveling to these road games and even the home ones. It's we all know it's a, a daunting task, and so we got to keep getting better and and uh, keep learning and improving. A uh, couple of guys that are leading the way for you, especially on both the sides of the ball, and that's important in, in your style of play for the Saints, is uh, Jovan Slavonchin and, and Dane Warp. And we, we know what Dane did against that attack, hitting three free throws to tie it to send it to overtime. But Jovan Slavonchin, and we saw him coach last year in February, really establish himself as one of the go-to guys in your lineup. And he's gotten stronger in the offseason, and he just keeps getting better and better. No, he has. He's uh, averaging a double-double a mismatch for teams. He's he's too quick for the, the other opposing teams, big guys, and he's too strong in the post for the guard. So he's just kind of that tweener. And then Dane's just had a phenomenal season. Really happy with his performances. He's also moved in around twenty, and people don't always realize what Dane is. He's usually leads us in the seat. He gets in pain and and makes good good decisions with the ball, always finds the open man. He's a very, very unselfish player. He's got and 30. so those two guys, they give us a shot every night. And then, you know, the surrounding uh, players around them, they're, they're stepping up and finding their role as well. So we, we like the team. We're, we're just very young, and and we that's how we wanted to, to approach the recruiting. And we, we know that we're a young group, but shoot, those young guys, they're, they're confident, so they don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, they haven't uh, experienced the full frontier yet. Uh, Dane Warp with 35 assists to lead the way. Yovan, though, with 32, and then Shamrock, point guard, uh, or guard with there, with 30. And um, it's just a great team, and, and it's fun to watch, and these kids are so awesome. Um, and you put them, uh, Kurt Paulson joining us here, Jason Walker Show, you put them through the rigors to get them ready for a Frontier Conference uh, with your non-conference scheduling. No, it, it was a tough preseason, and, and uh, that was on purpose. It was also a little bit by default, just things getting so busy with last season and you're trying to schedule. And, and then people, uh, it was nice we got to go play in, in Phoenix just so we could get some more quality games, but it, it's hard to convince people to, get to Helena and play us in the PD Center. Um, but we're, we're happy with the schedule and 
Um, we're sitting at eight and three and those losses we took, we were, we were in all those games, uh, right, you know, right till the end there. And so those, those are good learning experiences. And then, uh, the other thing we're super proud of is, uh, with, with all these new faces this fall, we came out with a 3.33 team GPA. Super proud of that, mm-hmm. especially with so many new guys. Uh, Carol's not easy coming in the first semester. And we had uh, eight freshmen, so very pleased with the guys thus far, and got to keep getting better. Uh, practicing tonight at, at six o'clock, and uh, back at it tomorrow with some home games. And uh, with this Carroll Classic, uh, you get a couple of uh, chances to see Montana Tech, one of your conference rivals, who you have already seen. But uh, Walla Walla coming into town, and then uh, SAIT Polytechnic out of uh, Canada. What what do you know about them? Well, we open up with State um, tomorrow night at 7, and uh, they're going to be an athletic bunch. Um, lot, lots of threes, uh, shooting 30 a game. Wow. Um, so they want to play fast, up-tempo style. They're 90 uh, points or more averaging a game. So it's going to be, uh, you know, an up-and-down game with, with State. Um, hopefully our guys didn't eat too much pie and we can get up and down <laughs> with these guys tomorrow night. And then the next day we'll we'll get a chance to to watch Walla Walla. We've actually played them once, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll get a live scout them tomorrow. But not not looking to them um, until you know Saturday. But say it'll be a, a good matchup for us. Very athletic. They want to run and gun, and and uh, we'll have to match their their energy. Try to keep them under their average of ninety ninety two a game. So. Wow. Should be a, a fun game tomorrow night, seven o'clock at the P Center. Tech will play Walla Walla at two tomorrow, and then uh, Sate and Tech will play at uh, five on Saturday, and then you'll play at seven on Saturday against Walla Walla. Uh, going back to Sate, uh, Calvin Chambers, twenty-two points a game. What is it about his game that makes him so good and fun to watch for fans that'll be coming out tomorrow? Well, he's he's kind of a small guard. He's only about five nine, five ten. Um, from Tennessee, I believe, on their roster, and he likes to likes to push it up, and uh, he can shoot it and, and get in the paint very quick. Um, point guard, so we're gonna have to put uh, put our our perimeter guys locked on him and try to keep him out of the paint. And he wants to get in there and make plays for his teammates. So that'll probably be the game plan: transition defense and try to get two or three jerseys in front of him at all times, make him give it up. He's averaging 22, like you said. So um, it'd be a good matchup for our guys right after got a little break, got to see their families and stuff. But now we got to get back to work and, and host in a few games. We're lucky to get, we got three games before it turns into all frontier plays. So uh, good, good schedule. Guys are excited to be back and uh, should be a great little classic here at the PE center this weekend. Kurt Paulson joining us. A few final questions for you, but uh, you got two little ones. Uh, how was Christmas? Oh, Christmas was uh, it was exhausting and a lot of fun. <laughs> got the boys a little trampoline for the house, so I'm sure we'll be taking some email visits here in the near future, and uh, they had a blast, that's for sure. Uh, we've talked, you and I, uh, uh, over the, the last year, but did you you mentioned the guys hopefully didn't have a whole lot of pie. How much pie did you eat though? Because you're a pie connoisseur. I did have some pumpkin, uh, some pumpkin uh, yesterday. I may have even had one on uh, Wednesday as well or Tuesday. I guess that was so. Just a piece uh, or how, how much here? But I, I don't have to be playing in the games. Remember, I just have to be on the <laughs> sidelines, trying not to mess things up too bad yeah. i don't have to be out there running running up and down but i've seen you on the sidelines you pace back and forth a lot you uh you get on the officials occasionally and and rightfully so um but you you've got to keep your energy up too you can't be uh you know just mowing down on the pie either no you're right you're right i probably i probably <laughs> overdid it um but uh you know i'm still learning i'm a new coach i'm still learning there you go kurt paulson uh, joining us here jason walker show uh our, our poll question today, Coach, has to do with Christmas week proposals. When did you get engaged? I was over the summer. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not an expert on that topic, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was over the summer. 
So, but are you a fan of Christmas week proposals? Because I've seen them all over social media this week, and it's just like it seems to me like it's played out. Well, you know, probably some of these these poor guys they get their Christmas bonus, and they they gotta get that <laughs> ring before they spend it on something else. So that's probably why you're seeing this trend. I like that. I like that. Kurt Paulson joining us, Jason Walker Show, uh, Coach. We appreciate the time. I know you're a busy guy heading out scouting and stuff, but. Uh, watching film. Say hi to Jack, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at games this weekend as you play at seven both nights. Sate and then Walla Walla, you got Tech playing as well this weekend. Uh, a couple of big games over at the Peace Center will be fun, and uh, good luck this week. All right, Jason, thanks for having me. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Coach Kurt Paulson joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Love chatting with that dude. We'll get him on a lot this year as uh, we move into uh, the Frontier Conference play, which will begin uh, next week, how crazy is that? Can you think, imagine that or think about that? That uh, Wow, yeah, Frontier Conference play. And I know it started. They had two games, everybody, in, in the early part of the month, but it doesn't really start for real until uh, December, so or January, rather. Um, but, yeah, the Saints uh, taking on uh, uh, Sate Polytechnic Institution out of Calgary. Uh, tomorrow night at 7, Tech plays Walla Walla at 2 p.m., and then the Carroll game at 7. And then Saturday, Tech plays Sate at 5. Carroll takes on Walla Walla at 7 o'clock Saturday night. Saints beat uh, Walla Walla 84-49 uh, out in uh, Washington earlier this season. But if you get a chance to head over to the PE Center this year, uh, this weekend to watch some great basketball, Tech's got some good kids too. This is a very good Montana Tech team that is improving and getting better and better as Adam Hyatt now, I think he's in his fourth season, gets the people he wants and and has built a very nice program down there at Mont- in Butte at the Montana Tech. So if you get a chance to watch Tech this weekend as well, too, you're going to see some great basketball, both from Tech and from Carroll, uh, for uh, the Carroll Classic at the PE Center in Helena uh, Friday and Saturday. We appreciate Kurt Paulson joining us. All right, switch gears real quick. Jason Walker Show, as always, presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Uh, there was, uh, uh, we mentioned today's uh, Twitter poll before we uh, talk about our next stories. And uh, don't forget to vote at Jay Walker Sports, also at Jason Walker Show on the Twitter. You can vote on the Facebook as well. As uh, today's uh, uh, poll is is our Christmas proposals played out, or are they romantic? Some people say they're romantic. Others say they're played out. Uh, on Facebook, a lot of people not not fans of that. On the Twitter, it is uh, the lame played out leading the way as well. So uh, it doesn't look good if you are a uh, fan of Christmas week proposals. Unless you are, you better go vote because it looks like you're going to lose moving forward. All right. Uh, Speaking of moving forward, you're in the major mortgage man cave. Uh, The Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame announced its honorees for induction for its 15th anniversary and inductees into the Rodeo Legends category, Deb Greeno of Fromberg, unbelievable talent, Uh, Larry Peabody of Pompey's Pillar, Ryan Mapston of Belt. Are you kidding (laughs) <laughs> Those three alone are unbelievable. Uh, Josh Reynolds of Ekalaka and then Carlin Vedra of Phillipsburg, the first female recipient of the award. Ronnie Reed of Billings will receive the Lifetime Achievement Award. And the Western Heritage Award winners, uh, Jim Croft of Geyser, who uh, passed away recently. Mike McCoy of Laurel, Leonard Wortman of Boulder, and the Reneker family of Hamilton. Uh, the Tryon family, Dennis Tryon family of Huntley, is part of the Montana Rodeo Family's Award winners. Pete and Aggie Stenger family, uh, Dennis Harms family of Livingston, Rodney Newman family of Melstone, and we know how great the Newman family name is as well uh, with Sage and Nevada, um, both on uh, in, in Rustock, man. And uh, let's see, Lois Hill of Rainsford, the Lady of the West Award, Montana Ranch Awards, uh, Tegan Land and Livestock in Tegan, Lazy K6 Ranch of Fort Benton, the Rising Ranch in Baker, and Kirch Ranch of Absorkey. And uh, the Drummond Rodeo picks up the Great Montana Pro Rodeo Award. And uh, the College Rodeo Program Award goes to Dawson Community College this year. That banquet coming up July or January 25th at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. You go to montanaprorodeo.org for more information. And speaking of rodeo, Columbia Falls bull rider Matt Triplett, who uh, had a great run at the PBR Finals in November, 
has started the season off very well as he wins the uh, PBR World or uh, PBR Touring Pro Division event at Kearney, Nebraska last weekend. The Midway Auto Dealers PBR Challenge uh, triplet, who's 28, had an 89 aboard Red Solo Cup. Then he had an 87 and a half point ride and finished uh, uh, earning 15 world standings points. So it's not the Unleash the Beast Tour. It is one of the smaller events. But uh, Triplet was second at the World Finals in Vegas behind Jess Lockwood of Volberg and uh, the two-time champ, Jess Lockwood. The 2020 Unleash the Beast event uh, PBR Tour begins with the Monster Energy Buckoff at uh, Madison Square Garden, January 3rd through the 5th. That's next week in uh, the big city of New York. Uh, Triplet will be there. I'm sure Jess Lockwood will be there. He started his 2017 campaign off with a win uh, there and uh, rode to the World Championship there. So congrats to uh, Matt Triplet for picking up that victory over the weekend. Uh, we'll talk to Flint Rasmussen a lot in the upcoming year because he's going to give us PBR updates as we move forward. Uh, it's going to be uh, super fun because uh, I, the PBR, you know, everybody thinks just the bull riding. And when you th- in the PBR, if you have never been to an event, I highly recommend it. Got a chance to go this past uh, spring, well, down in Kansas City with the Carroll Men, and because they made the semifinals and then ultimately the championship game, I uh, was able to go to the Kansas City PBR event, and man, it, it's unbelievable. It, the you know it's done quick. It's live to television or live to tape, as they say sometimes in the business, but. It gets done, and, and it is done in a hurry. And, man, they flow right through it. It is super fun. If you ever get a chance to go to the PBR anywhere, Billings, it's the same show, um, and it doesn't matter the size of the arena. They know what they're doing. They use their own shoots. they got their own everything. It's just it's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, uh, by the way, April will be Billings PBR. It's the longest-running uh, PBR event on the tour, and that is uh, there. Like I said, in Billings at Metro Park coming up in April. So anyway, uh, moving forward, uh, coming up uh, still, we're going to talk to Michelle Lesko, and we're going to revisit throughout the next week some of my favorite interviews uh, that we got to do here on the Jason Walker Show over the past, uh, in 2019. And uh, Michelle Lesko is a competitive eater, and she'll join us coming up because she uh, she's pretty cool. And it was a fun, fun interview that we did uh, back in July as uh, – she uh, was getting ready for the uh, what the Nathan's hot dog eating contest uh, out there at Coney Island, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very cool to hear from a professional eater, that, and she is she she is legit a professional eater. That's her job title. That's what she does. And so uh, uh, she'll join us here in a little bit as we uh, as like I said as we keep uh, keep getting ready for that. Um, what else is going on? We talked some basketball as well with uh, Kurt Paulson just a few moments ago. And, you know, he talked a lot about the young kids. He's got eight freshmen on the team. You got Jovan Slavonshinen, who's leading the way, and uh, Dane Warp in, in points. But, you know, this is a young, young team still. And Shamrock Campbell, you think about what a great year he had last year. He's still just a sophomore this year. Uh, the Carroll Saints uh, and Providence uh, men, 2-0 and in the conference. The Argos, 12-0 and overall. Uh, and then you got LC State, which is 11-1 and in the frontier. And uh, the lone loss was in conference play when they lost to uh, Carroll back in the uh, early part of the, this month. Northern at 1-1, one and one, Rockies 1-1, one and one, Western's 0-2, and, and Tech is 0-2. But Tech took it on the chin uh, to LC State, and that was just a night or two after losing at Carroll in overtime. But uh, you talk about Providence, and man, with Steve Keller in his second year. And I said it when he got the job uh, up in uh, the Electric City um, a year and a half ago now, or almost two full years ago. But I said that the Providence Argos were going to be a national tournament team within a few years. They're going to be there this year in his second year because, well, he's got a loaded – he knows how to coach, uh, Steve Keller does. He also has a great roster. And then when you include this year, Zacchaeus Darko Kelly, who played so well for him at Western – Sat out last year in the, the transfer rules, moved up to Great Falls, and uh, he's leading the frontier in scoring 21, almost 22 points per game and shooting 59% from the field. He also leads the frontier in steals, almost three steals per game, 
and almost uh, uh, almost two blocks a game as well. This kid is athletic. I love watching him play, and he's only gotten better. And I, the year off, you could say made him even healthier, which he's never had an issue with. But uh, looking forward to see uh, Darko Kelly and Providence move forward uh, this year and uh, heading off to that national tournament because they're going to go. There is no doubt about it, unless something drastic happens uh, during the Frontier Conference season. But they've got a 2-0 and start, and there's 16 conference games to go. And you got to feel good about the way that the uh, Argos and, of course, the Carroll Saints and L.C. State are playing. Northern, which was uh, had a lot of uh, uh, hope going in, they're still 8-3. and three. And again, you know, the, the preseason non-conference games, you can't really take too much out of these overall records right now. Um, I know Carroll has a traditionally tough schedule. Providence played pretty tough schedule. Teams like Rocky, teams like Northern, teams like Tech and Western, they really don't play anybody in non-conference play. You get the Yellowstone Christians. You get the Northwest Indian School. You get... Uh, this, they schedule these teams twice that they can just beat up on, and it inflates their win total. But then they get into frontier play, and it's the same on the women's side too. You you, you get into the women uh, frontier conference play, and then you're just getting throttled by teams that have played tougher non-conference schedules. And you'll see that as we move forward in the frontier. Can't wait to, to chat about that and follow through on that. Uh, watching it as we head forward. Uh, into the Frontier Conference season, which really kicks into high gear next week. Uh, you got a bunch of non-conference stuff, uh, of course, here in the next week, but um, the conference play in the Frontier will be good, and it gets back flowing in full force uh, coming up uh, the week after uh, the first of the year. So you've got uh, January 7th is going to be the first conference game back when Carroll travels to Northern, and then that Thursday, a full slate, and uh, yeah, you get into you get into there. You're going to be into some great basketball and uh, some. Oh man, I can't wait till the frontier gets going. We'll talk big sky basketball moving forward this season as well. In fact, tomorrow Greg Rockach from the uh, 406 MT Sports will join us because uh, we're going to chat a little bit about about the uh, Bobcat football season, but also look ahead to big sky basketball. The Bobcats Saturday. Uh, open up uh, the Danny Sprinkle era of the Big Sky basketball season. And uh, they uh, have a huge test in front of them all season long, as does the Grizzlies. And we'll talk a lot about uh, the Big Sky moving forward, too, because right now, this week, there's not a whole lot going on. You've got everybody on break. There's no high school stuff right now. Um, In fact, the next high school games will be uh, a week uh, from Saturday, January the 4th, I believe. Is Is that right? If I can do my calendar uh, very quickly, I should, you know, I've got like three calendars hanging up in here. I probably could look at them. Speaking of calendars, uh, the Kurt Sinis Capital City Past Greats calendar is uh, still for sale. And Kurt will be signing autographs Saturday morning from 11 to 1 at Buzz Boutique in downtown Helena. But uh, you look at his calendar, he's got December, yeah, the first, so the second, the third, first, second, third. Yeah, the fourth is a Saturday. Thanks, Kurt. Kurt's got the calendar. I can follow it. I can read it. And there you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, Kurt will be signing autographs, like I said, uh, for his calendar. After you buy it, he'll sign it at Buzz Boutique in uh, downtown Helena on Saturday afternoon from uh, 11 to 1. So Saturday morning, brunch time. Brunch, 11 to 1. It's not really morning. It's not really afternoon. It's both. All right, we'll take a quick break here on the Jason Walker Show. And uh, when we return, we will chat with... Uh, one of my favorite interviews of the past year of 2019, uh, competitive eater Michelle Lesko will join us when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, and hope you enjoy. Everyone knows about Dinner's Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinner's Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients, along with a daily soup and nacho bar, too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Uh, welcome back. A Thursday, day after Christmas, Jason Walker Show. Here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Appreciate JR and the gang for hopping on board. And again, if you are uh, looking to purchase a home, give JR McFadden a call. 465-1918, area code 406. He will help you out. Ooh, geez. He will help you out. Probably, I, think, I, I guarantee you this. JR will help you with your, with your purchase of a home a lot better than he has helped me on the golf course. He's kind of selfish on the golf game. Uh, I love JR. Uh, appreciate him being a supporter of the show, and uh, I can give him a hard time. Uh, but he is absolutely awesome. Anyway, uh, Jason Walker Show presented by Helena Accommodations, the in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. 22 extended stay suites in downtown Helena. If you're coming to town, for uh, basketball or holidays or vacation, whatever it is, or if you're a business uh, guy or, or lady coming to town and you need some place to stay for four days, four months, or whatever, HelenaAccommodations.com. Six n- historical buildings near downtown Helena that have been completely restored. They have 4G TVs, the complete Wi-Fi, uh, cable, everything that you need, plus you have your own laundry. Most of these extended stay suites have laundry service for you in your suite. So you don't have to have it done. You don't have to send it downstairs. You don't have to, you know, you can do it yourself and trust that it's going to be done the right way. So visit HelenaAccommodations.com and uh, and book if you, uh, you know, even if you need just a staycation from, from your family if they're in town or... Um, Maybe you've had a fight. Who knows? And you want to just, you know, or you need your own personal little man cave. Go stay for four months. HelenaAccommodations.com. Uh, Check it out. And uh, appreciate them for being on board as well. All right. So still to come, we have uh, On This Day in History. The walk-off is around the corner as well. Um, but last July, I had the chance to talk to uh, Michelle Lesko. And Michelle Lesko is named um, Cardboard Shell. Is uh, is her her nickname? She is a professional eater, and it's a real thing. It is major league eating, and you've heard of the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest in uh, at Coney Island every Fourth of July, and she has competed in that. She's an Arizona native, um, and she does it for much more than just competition. She is a humanitarian and uh, it, it volunteers at Southern Arizona at the Volunteer Center, but. She she also helps out over you know she just she's awesome. Uh, she's going to explain why she eats uh, and what she does for major league eating uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Um, she is you know twenty five and a half Nathan's famous hot dogs and buns in ten minutes. She had one hundred thirty one uh, gyozas. I don't know what that is. Ten minutes. She also had four point six pounds. She ate listen to this four point six pounds of rib meat. In 12 minutes. So uh, this lady is, knows how to eat. She is a fantastic young lady. And I say young because she is. Uh, she's, well, 36. But uh, she uh, competes every year out in Coney Island at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And I got the chance to talk to her back in July uh, to preview that. Um, and she joins us here now on the Jason Walker Show as we recap some of my favorite interviews of the past year. And the ninth-ranked competitive eater in the world, her name is Michelle Lesko, and she joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. I'll just get right into it. First question, Michelle, how'd you how'd you get into competitive eating? Um, I, I tell people because it's 
uh, partially because I'm a jerk. Uh, my guy friends heard about this burger challenge and they talked it for, you know, three months and we finally get down there and they chickened out. Um, so basically I was like, eat the stupid burger that you haven't stopped talking about. And, uh, uh, since they were not feeling up to it, um, I decided to eat it to make them feel like babies. <laughs> Very, <laughs> and the rest is history. Very nice. I get, I, I, you probably get asked this all the time, but how do you train for something like competitions? You know, you got to train with the food. Um, if it's a technique food, if it's wings, obviously you need to find the best way to get wing meat off of a bone. And hot dogs are an extremely technical food because of the, you know, two different components. So what is the fastest way for you personally to get, you know, the the meat part of the hot dog down and what about the bread? Like, how much liquid are you going to use for it or what flavor are you going to dunk it in um, for some people who use different flavors? So, uh, so some of the training involves, you know, cooking up a bunch of the food and um, figuring out the best way to eat each piece of it. Um, and the other part of the training, uh, like any other sport, you know, you, you go to the field, you practice on the field, but then you go to the gym and practice in the gym too and get yourself in peak physical condition for what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, do you eat the bun and the dog together or do you separate them? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I separated them in the past and this year is a lot of my practices. I decided, I don't know where I decided this, but I decided I was going to try them together and just see what happens. And um, I have a lot of pros, so I think it slows me down a little bit. But, um, in, you know, in minute six and seven, when, when you're naturally slowing down, I think I'm staying more consistent. Um, but, but yeah, so uh, so I think it evens out. And I don't know what I'm going to stick with on the fourth. It just depends on how the hot dogs go down. But you'll see me probably try a few things. I got I, I to gotta ask this. Michelle Lesko joining us here on the Jason Walker Show, competitive eater. Um, do you taste the food, or, or is it, at this point, do you just, it's just going down? I mean, I didn't, like, burn off my taste buds as part of my training. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you taste the food, and uh, I actually really like Nathan's hot dogs, so that helps. Um, oh, sure. But that's, like, once you have, you know, hot, hot dog juice in your mouth for, you know, nine minutes or so, the flavor gets a little bit old which I think is why some of the people use um, different flavor changes. They'll dunk their buns in, like, crystal white, which to me is disgusting because I hate crystal white. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I use hot water, and maybe um, if you see me struggle with flavor, uh, you'll see me go for a sip of Sprite. So, um, so yeah, you taste it. Um, generally speaking, with with a food like Nathan's Hot Dogs, like, that's a, that's a pretty decent thing <laughs> for, for a 10-minute contest, but it's not that bad. Uh, is there any food that you find difficult to eat after you've done a competition? Um, not really. I think maybe this year oysters because uh, we just got a really creamy batch of oysters this year. Uh, oh. They they were keeping the river levels down and like the fresh water from that was going into the area, whatever. But they were so creamy, and I don't think that I've you know. Uh, ever done a competition that I've enjoyed so little. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, I really like oysters. So, like, every other year it's been fine. It was just this one year. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe not an oyster until until next year's competition. Competitive eater Michelle Lesko joining us here on the Jason Walker Show, getting ready for the Nathan's Famous Fourth of July hot dog eating competition. Michelle, are there foods that you absolutely refuse to eat? Uh, I mean, in daily life, Maybe like there are certain things I don't like. Like I'm, I'm not a big fan of chili, and I'm not a big fan of like potatoes in the soup. Like it's okay, but like it doesn't do anything for me. Um, but oh, you know what? Um, as as much as I love Mexican food, menudo, I I don't like hominy. I think is the problem. So uh, if there was a menudo eating contest, I don't know if I would do that. But I also said the same thing about chili. And then they asked me to come out to one, and I did. So uh, I don't know if there's any limits. We'll <laughs> <laughs> find out when someone. There you go. Uh, last year you were second to uh, Miki Sudo. Uh, Sudo this year, twenty and a half hot dogs and buns at the qualifier in Illinois. I think the record's forty-five. What's it going to take to a win tomorrow and b break a record? Um, well, my my top 
uh, in context, uh, personal best is 32 and a half. Um, but this year I've been trying to get that number higher. So I've, you know, done a lot of things differently. I tried changing technique, um, try to figure out, you know, what kind of works best over the course of the full 10 minutes rather than what's just fastest in those first four. Um, but really, uh, Nikki's a strong competitor. She really is. And I, and when she's on the top of her game, right now I'd say she's, she's, uh, close to untouchable. But, um, I, I just try to chip away at that every year. And so this year I keep telling her, like, if she's on her game, she probably has me. But if she tries to sleep on me, like, uh, I'm going to go out there and try to do my best. So if I'm able to do that, then it's going to be, it's going to be closer than she thinks it's going to be. Do you pay attention out of the corners of your eyes to see what your competitors are at and wh- what they're doing? Uh, only when I'm screwing up because I have some <laughs> pretty severe ADD and like in contest, I have to just keep reminding myself to focus on what I'm doing because one year, I swear to God, we were at the Nathan's table and the entire time I didn't even think about what I was doing. Like where are my hands and like what is my throat doing and like how am I chewing this? It's just like, what am I doing? I realized it like eight minutes in and I'm like, I'm an idiot. So if I allow myself to get in my head and I allow myself for my mind to wander, then that's like the worst thing for me. So part of part of my training is trying to trying to get that mental game down, because um, then then your numbers can't be what they can like potentially be because you haven't been doing like sure. <laughs> it's like it's like trying to go up and 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 hit a baseball when when you're looking at the crowd like it's not a good idea. Uh, professional competitive eater Michelle Lesko, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. A final question for you, but you're eating for hot dogs for health with charity, uh, charity water in hopes of eating 33 hot dogs to raise enough money to help 33 people get clean water for life. You're not just a competitive eater. You do this for charity as well. Can you touch more on that one? Yeah. Um, so so I have a pretty, um, you know, demographic volunteering background. Um so it kind of just naturally flowed in because uh, the first couple of years I was in these contests, um, I still didn't know what I was doing, like, as a competitive eater. Like, my first qualifier, I had no idea what any of it was. I just happened to be pretty good at it naturally. Um, so when I went to, you know, a year later, uh, decide that maybe I should train for this, I cooked up, like, 30-something hot dogs, and I sat down at my kitchen table and I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat for 10 minutes. And I was a minute in and I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Um, so I'm like, okay, I need some extrinsic motivation and I need uh, something else to like keep me honest, I guess. So I started to use fundraisers um, where every time, you know, the donations reach a certain benchmark, I'll do a practice run and I'll either film it and put it online or I'll Facebook live it or something so that, um, I hold myself accountable and people know that I'm doing this practice because they donated. So over the last nine years, we've, we've raised like $16,000 for charity water. And I think another like four or $5,000 for other, for other nonprofits too. So. Well, we'll, uh, it is, it is, a, it is a great for sure. We'll be rooting for you from Montana. You can follow her at cardboard shell on the Twitter. Uh, the Nathan's Famous Fourth of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest from Coney Island. Michelle Lesko, we appreciate your time, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you. I appreciate it. She uh, she was fun to chat with, but, yeah, um, she, <laughs> that's a lot of hot dogs. That's a lot of food. Uh, and you saw some of the pictures uh, that we were able to use, and, uh, man, she can throw back some food. There is no doubt about it. Uh, it's just some other stuff on Michelle Lesko. So this past August, uh, she broke the record – Guinness World Record for uh, how much for uh, mayonnaise consumption. Okay, ready for this? In three minutes, she ate three and a half jars of mayonnaise. That is, um, she's five foot four. She ate, I'm trying to get the exact number here, three and a half jars, which added up to, um, where did the, uh, oh, here it is. I got it. 2.448 kilograms or 86.35 ounces of mayonnaise in three minutes. What you having for dinner tonight? Did you lose your appetite? 86 plus ounces of mayonnaise in three minutes that, uh, that she ate. Now, she also, Michelle Lesko, uh, owns the title for the fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta. And you saw a picture. It is a, it's not a small bowl. 
26.69 seconds. And then the fastest time to eat a hot dog with no hands, 21.6 seconds. Um, and she's five foot four, and she weighs like 110 pounds. She is fantastic. Cardboard shell on the Twitter if you want to follow her exploits. She is fantastic. And that was one of my favorite interviews uh, from the past uh, summer uh, from the past in 2019. So appreciate her joining us. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll get her back next summer. Who knows? Uh, Jason Walker Show. By the way, that's what she said, a special edition today uh, with Michelle Lesko, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right, and it worked out pretty well. Um, dinnersdoneright.com for full menus. But I want you to go down there tomorrow and get the soup, salad, and nacho bar. You can get just the salad. You can get the soup. You can get the nachos. You can get all three. But get the soup, salad, and nacho bar dinners done right. It is fantastic. The freshest ingredients, homemade dressings. I love the salad bar down at Dinners Done Right. The soup, salad, and nacho bar at Dinners Done Right. It's a different soup every day. They are open uh, Tuesday through Saturday. And uh, you can go to dinnersdoneright.com for the latest menu. All right, let's get to uh, on this day in sports history. But I want to play some music, I think. And let's try it. Yeah. That's pretty good. How about this one? Is this one better? Yeah, we'll do this one for On This Day in Sports History. It is uh, not a big day for July 26th. Um, 1908, African-American boxer Jack Johnson stopped Canadian defending champ Tommy Burns in the 14th round in Sydney, Australia, to become the first black man to win the world heavyweight title. Uh, Burns was the favorite, but Johnson uh, dominated... And uh, police actually had to stop the bout. But uh, Jack Johnson winning on this date, 1908. 1919, if you are a Red Sox fan or if you are a Yankees fan, you are going to have different opinions about this. Today is the day, 1919. The uh, Yankees and the Red Sox reached an agreement on the sale of Babe Ruth to the Yankees. And history forever changed. 1928, Johnny Weissmuller, also known as Tarzan, announced his retirement from amateur swimming. And a couple of birthdays today, 1947, Carlton Fisk was born on this date in Vermont, the all-star catcher of the Red Sox and the White Sox. And Ozzie Smith, the magician, the wizard, 1954, born on this date in Mobile, Alabama. So there you go. Uh, that was on this day in sports history. And I like this song, too. So we should do this one. Here we go. Ready? We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. It is uh, the walk-off. It is presented by Cafe Zydeco. And you can uh, check them out in Helena Butte, Bozeman, Billings. They are open Monday through Saturday on Euclid in Helena. Po' Boys. We always talk about the Po' Boys, but let me grab the menu. How about red beans and rice? How about shrimp and corn chowda? How about gumbo? Seafood gumbo. You get chicken and sausage gumbo. You get jambalaya. Uh, shrimp and grits. And I... Oh man, I'm getting hungry. Cafe Zydeco on 625 Euclid. You also have classic and specialty sandwiches like BLT or, or French dip. But man, oh man, if you want a taste of New Orleans or the Cajun flavor, Cafe Zydeco is the place to go. And tomorrow we'll give away another uh, gift card to Cafe Zydeco. All right, uh, the walk-off. Congratulations to uh, the kids uh, and young men and as well as young ladies from the cheer squads that have been chosen for this year's East-West Shrine Game that will be played the July 18th uh, next summer down in uh, the Magic City at Herb Clint Field at uh, Rocky Mountain College. And uh, it is a great honor, uh, no doubt about it, as uh, if you have been chosen for the East-West Shrine Game, you are one of the best in the state. My dad was an alternate on the East-West Shrine game uh, back in 1975. He was not uh, chosen to play. He was a long snapper, but he was an alternate in the East-West Shrine game. Uh, there's a lot of great talent in the, that have played in that game. Uh, and there's, you know, we'll follow this too, but there's been some, some, uh, some guys that haven't been playing in the last few years uh, thanks to their college coaches not wanting them to play in that East-West Shrine game. So... Uh, but that is coming up. Congrats to our uh, our, uh, our friends that are involved in that. And uh, the walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco. Make sure you check it out. 625 Euclid in Helena. Also Butte, Bozeman, and Billings. And tomorrow we'll have another gift card to give away to Cafe Zydeco. That'll do it for a Thursday. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful uh, day and uh, continuing your holidays. 
But uh, we'll see you again tomorrow back here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Jason Walker Show is always presented by Helen Accommodations. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. Enjoy.